All you pseudo spitters The sound is cool But the trend I see Is the truth is missing I feel the flow is stupid You claim that the music's different I guess it's all opinion Depending on who was listening What's the word y'all It's KTL underscore podcast Hashtag KTL We are KTL We are back in the building For episode 7 That's right Episode 7-0 of No Girls Podcast That's right Hashtag KTL We are KTL We are back And before we dive into this episode episode 70 live and direct we gotta check in with my brothers that is big hard and jabo himself and my brothers how are y'all doing today i can't complain well that's actually very nice sinus is kicking my ass but i'm doing terrific what about you big hard <laughs> hey it's muggy as hell outside man <laughs> oh humid ass heat but you know st louis yeah st yeah. louis yeah, that's how they're St. Louis. Ain't no humidity in Vegas, but it is hot as that thing. He <laughs> <laughs> stayed inside with the fans and the AC. <sighs> yeah, that's life. But before we dive into this episode, real quick, episode 70, I need y'all to do some favor for us, man. And that is two. Y'all know what to do. Follow us on all social media platforms, catch on underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. No Rose Podcast, Facebook, YouTube. No the Rose Podcast on all podcast platforms. We got Google Podcasts. We got Spotify. We got Anchor. We got Apple Podcasts. We got Poppy. We on everything. And don't forget to get that merch at ProVersTees.com slash KTR Podcast. Let's get it. Let's go. And let's get into the show. Yes. Episode 70. We made it through 70 shows since what we started 2020 doing the panorama yeah 70 shows it's been a minute it's been a good time coming but we here and we're gonna talk some wrestling real quick first off we're gonna talk about um what's the let's talk, talk about the hot topic of the world wrestling entertainment industry right now and that is the the, the new an improved but ugly world heavyweight title <laughs> belt. Yes, we have another championship main event belt on the card. We have the WWE title and the Universal title, but the big dog Roman Reigns at the table got both of them belts on the shoulders, and they just made one title now. So we need another title so that we don't have this main event part-timer yet dominant wrestler currently right now. Hog got the gold. So, my brothers, how do y'all feel about the new world heavyweight title? And who do you think will be the first person to hold said title? J Bo, go ahead, because I can't wait to hear Horace. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say the last. Yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm interested in Horace's response. Uh however, the world heavyweight championship. In my opinion, it does not have any real luster behind it. It just doesn't. Uh, this championship came about not because, oh, we have two separate brands and we need a title for this show, which is what they're making it seem. No, they, they, they brought out this belt because they made Roman Reigns literally unstoppable to the point where it's like, well... I I guess we'll just just make another belt instead of legitimately taking the belt off of him and giving it to somebody else. 
who could really carry the company. Uh, despite the design of it, the only thing that's sticking out to me as far as who should win it, it should be Seth Rollins. I do not want Cody Rhodes to win this belt. I do not want Cody Rhodes to win this belt. The fact that Cody Rhodes is on a whole separate brand, not even vying again for a rematch for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship, whatever they call it, it's, 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 it's stupid. So, I, as long as it's not Cody Rhodes, I, I hope if if they want me, I don't know about other fans, but if they want me to care about Cody Rhodes at all in this point, they have to make a way for him to divide back and eventually try to win back the WWE Championship. Maybe after that, I would care about a future world title reign for Cody. But other than that, I don't care. Seth Rollins is like the only true main event star right now other than Reigns and Cody that could bring some type of interest to the belt again there's no interest in my opinion because of how it came up but if i had to pick anybody it would be rollins the floor is yours big horn go ahead and vent we we wait for it conceived is the only word that comes to mind when this topic comes up it's 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 ill-conceived it makes no sense to have this title all right, a world heavyweight title when you're still calling Roman Reigns the undisputed champion. They haven't even changed that or taken that off. It's it's a consolation prize. Nobody can beat him, so here we'll make a title for you guys who couldn't beat him until we figure something else out. Like it's pointless. I, it's 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 ugly. It's pointless. I don't understand why they have a need to create another title instead of building somebody up to face Reigns. Um, the only person who could take it and actually make it something is Seth Rollins. That's just point blank. Um, if Cody Rhodes gets it, that pretty much just shits on everything he's done since he left AEW. And it, it just, it's a failed experiment. I don't see the point. I'm just lost. Yeah. No interest in it. I don't get it. <laughs> Now to piggyback, what, 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 I mean, what's what's the point? <laughs> Let, the fact funny. you call the the, uh, the main the other main event title a consolation prize is hilarious. <laughs> Basically, it's the the mid card title times two. It is. Much. It's the upper mid card title. That's <laughs> the upper mid card title. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, this is terrible. And and we're still going to get great matches out of the world title. Like I I, I don't think we're not. And it, I'm not taking anything away from the potential matchup storylines that we could get from Seth Rollins. It's and and I'm pretty sure Hard can can agree. It's just how they came about with this world championship is unnecessary. They could have easily just split the championships apart. Since the Universal title already has some type of prestige, put one of the belts on. There, there was no need to make a new one. No, you already have two world titles. You don't have to make. They didn't change anything. Not only did you not take one of the belts off of him, so it's technically three damn world titles. Mm-hmm. You made an ugly ass title. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it's like it, it was. It was pointless. I, I don't. I don't get what's going on. I don't get it. They they really could just split it up and just that's what they should have done. But just say hey, okay, Reigns, you have to just give the belt back, but you're still gonna be called the WWE Undisputed Universal Heavyweight if Champion. He's gonna but... be called Undisputed. There is no point in having two world titles. Yes, Undisputed means that he is the top. 
You can't dispute his spot. That's what it means. You, there's no argument that he's the best. So if he is the undisputed champion, what the hell is a world heavyweight champion? What but, is the point? The upper mid card. But <laughs> the upper the, card, what's the point? If you look back 2002, they did the same thing. You had the WWE undisputed champion. I remember that, Bill. And gave Triple H the world title, and they quietly got rid of the undisputed name and just called it the WWE title. They're just going to do the same thing here. They're going to discreetly remove discreet. It's going to happen when Reigns lose. Whenever because he of what it means, it mm -hmm. shouldn't be discreet. Because of what it means by definition, <laughs> it, it, it kills this other title that you're trying to make. Mm -hmm. Now, while also um, I said I, I agree that Seth Rollins is probably the only one that can actually do something with it, I feel like it would have been a good time for them to put it on somebody that's never had a title before. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a dropped opportunity, again, as we talk about with the Rumble and Money in the Bank and all that. All these opportunities that they have tailor-made to push somebody that's never been in that spot before, they just fumble it to give it to somebody familiar. You mm -hmm. know? Because so that's, that to me is a big missed opportunity again. Yeah, because like right now, it's been like a solid three years that Roman Reigns has been on top. Well, mm -hmm. not necessarily well, on, on top of the whole WWE. It's been like a year and a half since he's been on top of the whole WWE as the main title person. Because, you know, they he was just the universal yeah. champion beforehand, before they combined the title in 2001. <laughs> but, yeah, it's getting around to the time where they need to start pushing somebody up because – can't have him champion forever because we're we're seeing all these memes and videos on TikTok and Twitter. It's like thirty <laughs> years down the line, one, two, three, and you hear Roman Reigns theme song. Oh man, this one dude—he, I don't know, who dude is, but he's he, he makes like these uh, extravagant ass opponents for him, like fucking the universe, like the aliens and, and, and Frieza and all this shit and Roman Reigns be there. But now, what was funny, J-Bone uh, yeah. posted on this page, it was like Roman Reigns versus Guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, one, two, three, I was like, this is getting too far. Yeah. I was like, what? Then his meme saying that he just gonna come in and take this title and in two years they gonna create another title that he gonna collect. Like he ain't never gonna drop shit. This is... You know? This is getting insane, you know. But think about it, we're not getting bored of Roman Reigns' title run, which yeah, is... I don't see what's wrong with him being absent. Not mm -hmm. only is he the undisputed champion and nobody's proven that they can do anything against him, they argued for it when Brock Lesnar came in and he won the title and he was part-time. Now, granted, um, there was another world champion at the time, but the brands were also separate. So Raw still didn't have a world champion every week. And it was fine. And people were cool. Oh, it's Brock Lesnar. It creates a mystique around the title. And it's, it's important. You got other titles you can focus on and build them up. Same thing here. Like, nobody's bored with Roman Reigns' title reign. And there's nobody that can believably beat him. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, what? Just run with how it is until you figure something out. <laughs> well, shoot, I got, it's been three years. I should, should hope you figure something out by now. And explain that you mentioned, uh, what's the name, the brand splits. Because we just did have a recent brand split after the WWE draft. And Harv, since you mentioned it, how do you feel about the WWE draft results? Take it away. Ask me again in 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> I 
we'll see how this brand split is going in. All right. They say we went to a will, this past week on May 8th, so we're gonna see how long it lasts. Yeah, I'll I'll get them credit. I like that the um the free agents this time that are being played up aren't really major people except Brock Lesnar. That's probably the only interesting thing to me that's come out of the brand split is the people that are free agents and that they really don't do much with them, but they keep showcasing them. So it's, my, it gives me hope that maybe they'll do something with somebody. But my thought was it. with that is why did they make Omos um, a free agent? Oh, that's easy. You know, they're trying to build him to be the top that he wants to. And because personally, I don't feel that they're getting the response that they want from Omos yet. So you can't glue him to a brand yet until you get what you want out of him. So the free agent, same thing with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, you can't glue him to a brand. He's super large. He, he, he's, he's the biggest that you're going to get next to Roman Reigns. They want Omos in that same spot. So to do that, you have to keep his availability for both Raw and SmackDown until you garner that attention that you want from him. Then you can say, all right, he's Raw. Everyone believes he's dominant. Let him go through the roster. Then when they have an eventual draft, SmackDown, same difference. So free agents are actually the best way to go with Omos right now. Yeah, I could see them having him going back and forth for a while, just destroying random people until a few pops off because of it. That's, that's really the best bet with him. He's getting better. His match with Rollins wasn't bad at all. Um, and I, I've said before, he's he's not he's not bad. He's just not believable yet. Is the thing his 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 character his character is not believable yet. That's really all it is. Once he get his character down, and um, MVP's doing a great job with it. But once he he has to get his character. Once he gets his character down, he'll be fine. Yeah, I get. It. It's just not. There. I don't know where it is, but it, it, it ain't it's like something that ain't executing it. it as it should, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I see it, I feel him trying, but it's just I don't know, it's just not there yet. But he he's there though, talent wise. I'll get I'll give him credit for that, you know, uh, improving on his in-ring skills. Um, what is something that you disliked about the recent WWE draft? Something that I disliked is that they shot themselves in the foot within the first week of the draft. So remember, Triple H said that the World Heavyweight Championship is exclusive to Monday Night Raw. Exclusive. Then why is there a tournament tonight for those to qualify on SmackDown for the World Heavyweight Championship? Now, we could argue to say whoever wins, they'll eventually be drafted over to Raw. But if it's a championship that's strictly for one brand, and the brand that's that we already have SmackDown already got two world titles mixed into one. Why is anybody on that brand vying for a shot for the world title that's exclusively on another brand? So it's I don't know that that's the one thing I I did not like because you know we talk about the free agency they're they're really trying to go down this draft route again you know try try to stay true to it. But no, the, the whole world title thing just threw it out the window. What's the point of the draft if you have people on SmackDown and Raw buying the same bill? That, that does make sense uh, from that standpoint. Since you said the title is going to be strictly on this one show, you feel like only superstars from that show should compete. But I think just it goes hand in hand with, you know, since not champions, it's in what? Saudi Arabia, something like that. Saudi Arabia, yeah. Yeah, and so you know, there's there's probably like a little dynamic in there that they weren't prepared for when they did the whole WWE draft, and like, okay, 
we're going to um, put such and such in these matches, you know, just because, but we already know somebody Raw is going to win. But if somebody does win for SmackDown, they probably get pushed over to Raw. But nine times out of ten, the person is going to win itself, problem. So if the draft took place maybe three or four months ago and they stayed true to the draft and then they introduced the world title, maybe. But the fact that everyone knows that the draft never lasts and the fact that they just did the draft and they introduced this world title and they're already having superstars from other brands trying to go over to the other brand, that's it's already harmful. Now, after this, let's say Seth Rollins wins, great, then we won't have this conversation. Then it could be strictly all wrong. But just from the get-go, I just didn't like how they did that. Mm -hmm. I agree. But, um, I mean, it's an easy answer for that, star power. They only had so many people that'd be viable for that position, which is why I argued from the beginning that the draft is a dumbass idea or whatever they went through with it. Stay company. Um, the one thing that I didn't like in addition to that was uh, they, they need to do something about the tag title situation. I'm cool with them defending on both brands, to be honest with you, but four titles, they need to shrink that. So they, they, just, they just need some 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 undisputed tag titles, so the, the championship belts. And I, I've been said I don't feel like they have enough tag teams for two different divisions. So I'm cool with them having one tag team float between when they're the champ. But I don't like the look of all four titles if if they're going to do that. They need to make a decision as far as if they're going to split them or if they're going to keep them all together. I, I feel they need to split them. I, I, me personally, I don't like the idea of having one championship to be, to be, uh, I don't know, throw back and forth between two different brands. Uh, I, I feel that if you have, and no, the it could work to where let's say it's a premium live event, and that's the only time that championship is defended, and maybe a number one contender from Raw could go for it, and then the next month a number one contender from SmackDown could go for it. Sure, that could work. Uh, however, I don't know. I just feel that each brand deserves their own champions. Now, to to Hart's point, you know, they're still after all these years still trying to build tag teams, but I feel once they actually do, if they can get a good grip on, it, especially now since they're going down the draft routes. Then they need their own separate belts. They need their own titles. Raw, this is your belt. These are your tag team. The SmackDown, this is your tag team. Back in the early 2000s, they made it work. I enjoyed it. They made it work. But then again, that was, what, 20 years ago. So, I don't know. I just feel that the belts can be done separately, and they can do it if they utilize the tag teams they have. I agree. That that does make sense. What they should do with the uh, day draft is... Well, one thing, they did start the W draft during the NFL drafts. So that was a problem right there on its own. Uh, <laughs> secondly, I feel like if they do do a W draft, they just need to have it all on one day and just, like, have it as just, like, one special event. Instead yeah. of just separated from Friday to Monday night. Because yeah. that really could be something. It could be, like, you could make it a PLE somehow, somewhere. Just just have it just like a draft night something, you know, mm -hmm. just to fill up time. You could get all those draft picks from, like, what, 8 to 11 o'clock, you know, Eastern time, 7 to 10, Central time, whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, you could fit all those in and actually have, like, a real thing, like, the first round, second round, third round, and at the end, like, have, like, oh, Mr. Irrelevant, you know, for the draft, and just, like, no, it, it's some mm -hmm. Just do the, 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 the dynamic how they do for the NFL draft, pretty much. Just, yeah. like, something mm -hmm. like that. Just, like, have, like, a, a meaningful thing, and 
last on, but that's just my two cents. Another thing I didn't like was that uh, Carmelo didn't get drafted, but that's another story. <laughs> well, he, he's already doing great things at NXT, so his time will come. Being impatient, that's my problem. It's been too long. <laughs> he is ready. <laughs> I'm surprised Brian didn't get called up. I am shocked by that because if, if any generic wrestler was ready, it would be him. <laughs> he is a generic wrestler. Like, like we talked about before, he has that, that generic wrestler's look, you know. <laughs> like he, he's a, a in-betweener when it comes to like strength, speed, athleticism, all that. He he's okay, decent at best when it comes to the microphone. I'm actually liking this uh heel version of Braun Breaker. I ain't gonna lie to you. Dangerous dude, it's bro. I, I, I like this heel version of Braun Breaker. It's, it like the fact he's young still. Like man, the dude only 25 years old. Like mm-hmm. call him up. Then he can give you a solid like 10 years minimum to do some yeah. stuff. Like he got time. Sure do yeah. I get it. Yeah, but that's it though. Uh, we were talking about PLEs for a second, premium live events. How do you feel about the possibility or the opportunity of making premium live events besides WrestleMania in international countries? Uh, I, I, I think, think, as we saw with this last one, it's a really good idea. They did it uh, plenty in the 90s with uh, the in-your-houses and all that stuff. They they did go to a bunch of different locations. Um, but the crowds make, we talked about even in, in, the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the group chat, uh, the crowds can make an average match seem like <laughs> it was like uh, A-minus effort. Like, Puerto Rico they, was. They were crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the best crowds we've seen in a long time since COVID, really. Like it really brought the energy. We talked about that a lot um, during that time that the energy was just different. And that was the most electric event in a long time, in my opinion. So I, yeah. I like the idea. Every time they go over to England, it's the same way. Like England, England. Yeah, that, up Clash of the Castle, that was a great crowd, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really good. So I, I like it. I like it. I don't too much like Saudi Arabia just because of all the, the red tape. Like they make it harder for you to actually enjoy watching that international show. So it's really don't be, like don't be ads, as live. That's the thing about it. And, and money deals. And I like they just do the stuff because it's for Saudi Arabia. It's, yeah. It's, Saudi Arabia yeah. rich. They just, they just be chilling like, you know what? Yeah. Yep. We're going to bring do the what kids. Tell you. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to bring the kids. They just going to enjoy Dangle it. the money. Right. Because all, all, the, all the people that be sitting in the front, they be like the you know, the, the, the important people and they know white mm-hmm. uh, role of a job and stuff like that. They just be like, shoot. <laughs> but if this is... <laughs> That's it, but like Puerto Rico, they went crazy because they literally made the first match of the night the best match. Mm-hmm. People were yeah. people were che- over cheering for EO Sky over Man. Bianca. Wow, yeah, oh that Man. crazy. They and were cheering hard since we're oh. talking about women's matches. I mean, for example, with Rhea and Zelina Vega, we've seen that match numerous times, and. Come on, that's that's not a match that you're going to sit and watch. But in in Puerto Rico at Backlash, I mean, the crowd made it seem like this is a championship match for the ages. And like yeah. she been she didn't have the greatest storyline since <laughs> Daniel Bryan versus the Authority. They was hyped for that girl. She had the tears running. 
Boy, he was like, yeah. Well, he knows she wasn't going to do nothing. It was, it was, average. It was a very average bill. But they made it seem like it was everything. I'll even call out the uh, Bad Bunny and uh, Damian Priest match. You know, if that was on regular TV, you know, yeah, it probably would have got a good, you know, few pops here and there or whatever. But nothing like what they made it seem at Backlash. Like, my. Oh, they, they do that theme song better than they knew Cody Rhodes' theme song. Yeah. <laughs> they knew it word for word. I'm like, cause I never heard, I never heard this song before. Then I'm like, bro, they all they blew Cody out the water, Seth, Shinsuke Nakamura. They said, oh, oh, they were, they was in there singing Chumper. Like, that was wrong. I was like, they know these lyrics word for word, bar for bar. I'm like, they was going crazy, just serenading. Like, I was like, wow. This dude is really that popular. <laughs> he is like they Michael Jackson for real. <laughs> I mean, you saw Bad Bunny when he came out. He had to take a moment to turn around, and he, he even looked like he was in shock. Right, I'm like, dang, oh, y'all know my lyrics like that? <laughs> and mind you, the song is five years old. Like, it's not something he recently came out with, neither. Right. Much older song, and that, that was hype. That's crazy. I was like, dang. He said, if we get this Booker T song, we're going to come out to this. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, but speak, speaking of Bad Bunny, how do you think he performed in his first one-on-one match? Was his first one-on-one match? Yeah, his first one-on-one match. Yeah, because he had the Rumble and then he had the tag match before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how do you think he performed on his first one-on-one match? With a lot he of looked as good on. as any other, as any other um, average, you know, wrestler. He's, he's for a celebrity wrestler, he's really good. That's that's the key for a celebrity wrestler. Yes, yeah. it, he did very well. He's very consistent. He's really good. He's not up there with Pat McAfee or um, Floyd Mayweather. No, not Floyd. The, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I almost called him a derogatory name, so I ain't going to do that. Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you call himself? The, the, <laughs> you say, yeah, the yeah, Maverick. yeah. The, the Maverick. Maverick. Yeah, yeah, that guy. They're they're pretty top tier. Um, he's he's a couple tiers below that, but his effort is incredible. He can sell, <laughs> like he be getting his ass whooped for real, and he take bumps. Like you know, he's one of the biggest stars in the world right now, and he get mm-hmm. dirty. He get down and dirty. Yeah, I think he did really good. I don't mind seeing him. He's one of the celebrities I don't mind seeing. I may get some hate for this, but I don't agree with him beating. Damien Priest because that was yes absolutely not I yeah, yeah no yeah, because I don't care if it was a street fight or nothing it's just a regular match and you you're just this regular person against Damien Priest who they're mm-hmm. trying to push and pursue to be a top dog in all the matches that he has won mm-hmm. like you really won. beat a former United States champion in mm-hmm. a one on one match I mean they, when they say one on one but at the end of the day, it was still a one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. And yep. you had Bad Bunny beat Damian Priest. That yeah, that's your now I understand, you know, it's his. I mean, they're both rumble really, but like, I mean, that's their crowd and whatever. But like if you're trying to build your wrestler, like Bad Bunny, he's gonna be there that night. You're not gonna see him the next week. You're gonna see Damian Priest that next week. So now he has to pick up the pieces from his loss from Bad Bunny. But yeah, I didn't agree with that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is what it is now because it's over with. But like I said, I I ain't really agree with that that loss either because it's like, eh, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else they we got in the, the rest? Right you say what? They did it the right way. I mean, it wasn't like a clean win. It was a bunch of interference, weapons, all that. Of crap. course, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I they did but, it the right way, but yeah, he sh- he shouldn't but, have won. The thing Same like, reason was, they gave it to him is the reason they should have gave it to Preach. He should have yeah, won. My thing is just, it was, was one on one. Yeah. And then <laughs> that's what that's what it says. It was Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Now, if it was extra people in, like tag team, you know, handicap match, yeah, but. Yeah, we can make it work. Right. But the fact it was one on one and he won, even though there was interferences, like, yeah, like. Yeah. It's been mm-hmm. here there, but it's all right. It, it's past now. Uh, let's see what else we got going on in the wrestling world in the wrestling community. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Trinity, aka. <coughs> or wait, is it Naomi, aka Trinity or Trinity? AKA, whatever. Trinity, yeah, Naomi. See, Trinity. Yeah, we're going to Trinity because that's her name now. Trinity has now. <laughs> her actual name, yeah. Yes, has now debuted. And is an official wrestler on the roster of Impact. Mm-hmm. Still know a TV show that comes on because it was coming on Twitch. It's not on there no more. And I seem to have problem finding Access TV on my cable. But Trinity is now on Impact. She has came back into the wrestling world. How do you feel about her decision with going to Impact? Javo, we're going to start off with you since you're the wrestling mind of the group. Okay, when when the news came out, of course, I read the blogs, and a lot of people were defending it, saying that, well, Drew McIntyre did it, well, Bobby Lashley did it, wrestlers left, and they came back, and they're much better. To compare Naomi Trinity with the likes of Bobby Lashley or the likes of Drew McIntyre, that's just wrong. Everyone knew Drew McIntyre could go in the ring. He just, just, it just wasn't working for him in his first run. Everyone knew Bobby Lashley could have definitely been a draw. They just, it just wasn't working for him. So when we saw many other brands at first, he was like, okay, you know why, why you're there, but we can see them build themselves up from that. With Naomi, she's, she's not, she's not on a similar level with Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. She has to do a lot more a lot more to prove that she is at least on a wrestling draw level for her to come up to show that she, you know, she's definitely going to be a, a missed out player in the WWE to come back and dominate. I feel that she's going to do all right in, in impact. And honestly, I love it when wrestlers go and test the waters in other organizations. My only thing is I, I do not see this as the same way as she's going to come back and be a major player. I don't see that. I definitely see her, coming back and being a player uh there's going to be interest definitely but it's not going to be like oh my goodness Bobby Lashley came back and he finally won the WWE title Drew McIntyre came back and he had one of the best WWE title reigns in our generation I'm not seeing that with Trinity Naomi no offense to her it's just that's a different level different competition I I I'm interested in the impact run I'm interested in what else she do but those are two different levels. They should not be compared. And I don't see a big major comeback when she's done testing these waters. I agree. I agree with that piggyback. I think it's also about the timing of which she did it. She spent her entire career in WWE. Um, 
they were much younger when they had their stints. They spent less time in WWE, and then they had time to leave, reinvent themselves, and come back. Um, and I don't think that WWE values her that much that they would make her that big of a deal if she was to return. She's going to be like uh, Cameron now coming back in the Royal Rumbles and all that when she's done mm-hmm. with, with, with TNA or Impact. Um, and that's not her fault. Again, I'm I'm a stand for her. I feel like she's very talented and she should have got more opportunities. But it is what it is. She'll do fine over there in Impact. And, uh, yeah, I think she's, she's done from there. I don't know how somehow, somewhere, but I got to rewatch this episode, how this ties into our our very one of our very first episodes of episode five when we were talking about Naomi and I added my two cents about it. And, <laughs> and I was just listening to what J-Bo was saying, like, yeah, I see. I, I said it, but no. You don't you don't want to listen to me, but it's okay though. But it's fine. Like I said, I stand with I stand with Trinity. I I, I love her, you know. And all that she is doing and that she's done with the rest of the community and also the black rest community as well. But like saying, um, Impact is probably the better decision for her amongst other independent wrestling companies because AEW really ain't the move right now to oversaturate, to overcrowded. Um, <coughs> professionalism and leadership over there is like not there in a way so <laughs> so it was better to stay out, out of that lane because she would really get like lost in in that shuffle and i feel like impact will be you know better for her stardom and star power for her in in that realm because it's one it's, it's going to bring more attention and more eyes for impact uh for now you just got to see how long it holds up in the future compared to like her coming to aw having her two stints on like the first three or four episodes and just getting lost in the shuffle like 85% of the roster now. So doing that, because I really didn't see her doing anything with, I guess, New Japan, because she hasn't mentioned anything about it. So that wasn't really her thing. Uh, we, we already can't say nothing about Ring of Honor because it's underneath that. So Impact was the best move for her, for her wanting to continue her wrestling journey. You know? I always thought there was a possibility that she may have came back to WWE, but considering what they're going through right now with their ties with the UFC and Mr. Man possibly having a little bit ownership power back again may interfere with that, but Impact was the, the best decision for to want to continue her wrestling career. Yeah. Here, let me piggyback off that real quick. For Naomi, she's one of those – entertainment-based wrestlers to where you don't watch Naomi because you want to see a good, like, hard-hitting wrestling match. You watch Naomi because, you know, she's entertaining in the ring. It's fun to watch things like that. She can grow off of Impact Wrestling. There's somewhere like Sasha Banks, for example, where, okay, you can get a good match out of Sasha Banks on top of, of course, entertainment value. So we can see Sasha Banks go over to AEW. We can see her go over to New Japan Pro Wrestling to tone her craft. For someone like Naomi, who's more of an entertainment base than a in-ring physical, like a good Iron Man based match, somewhere like Impact Wrestling is somewhere where she can, lack a better term, glow in. Hey, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know it'd be dope if Naomi came back as an Impact Wrestler to the Royal Rumble, like how Mickey James did. That'd be cool. I'll be interested. Yeah, she'll get a huge pop for that more likely. If she wins the Impact title, she needs to make it glow like she did with the SmackDown title. I thought that was one of the oldest things I've seen. No, that's 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 just too much going on. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, 
That, that, that's a lot of wiring around your belt. It's going to get overheated and high. You can't use it as a weapon because next thing you hit somebody with, something's going to spark. Like, oh, they no, <laughs> and they're going to walk around like gold dust. Exactly. You got you already got the the, bed, the bedazzling rhinestones on. You don't need to add, you know, the little, you know, far wires to the thing. Make it go. No, we don't need that. It, it's okay. You can't tell me you wouldn't be interested if the belt was light it up and she smacked somebody upside the head with it and it exploded. You can't tell me that would I mean, be that, that sounds fun and entertaining and everything, but we got to remember people's safety too, J-Bo. Relax. <laughs> Alright, this is the PG era, okay? This this is not the attitude era, okay? There's, there's no trying blood. to make it into a damn Saw movie. Alright, this is there's no blood unless you're Brock Lesnar, okay? There's no blood, no 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 injuries, nothing like that. If it had by accident, it has by accident. We don't need your cruel intentions going on in this no wrestling world, okay. Okay to see that. All right, cool. We we know you will, yeah. <laughs> but that is all the time we have. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate all the love. We appreciate the listens. We appreciate the follow. We appreciate the subscribing. We appreciate everything that y'all do for Know the Roast podcast. Because if it wasn't for y'all, there wouldn't be no another roast. Remember that. Love that. Feel that. Take that. But before we sign off, y'all got to do this one simple favor for us, and that is two. Follow us on all social. Ugh, shoot. <laughs> follow us on all social media platforms: KTR underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Another roast podcast, Facebook, YouTube. Another roast podcast. All podcast platforms. We got Google Podcasts, got Spotify, we got Anchor, we got Apple Podcasts, got Pop. Everyone, everything, and don't forget to get that merch at prowrestlingtees.com slash KTR podcast. This is episode 70. Episode 70. 70 episodes in the game. We 30 away from a hunter. But this is episode 70. <laughs> live and direct. KTR podcast. Hashtag KTR. And we are out. What should they do, Big Hard? Pump them number 70 goddamn times. 70 up. We out. That don't compute in my mind, I must be out of mind Black fist high, rally up before we out of time